0: you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove.
1: up everybody it's pace the nation we are back it's episode 29 broadcasting from studio 1a in clarendon i'm your host chris farley alongside me as always to my right is joanna e russo joanna what's up
2: chris you were just jamming i
1: was rocking out a little bit to the led zeppelin good choice there also to my left is william e Dox, our other co-host Docs, what's up Back, back where I belong. Back back we are here. What did you think mm-hmm. of the music choice?
3: I thought it was um, excellent. I love, I love Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that you did air every single <laughs> instrument, not just air guitar, but I saw some air keyboard in there. Do you think uh, there's a
1: keyboard in that song? No. <laughs>
3: um, but if there was, you represented it very well. Yeah. And little known fact, the UVA basketball team named their stadium after the bass player from Led Zeppelin.
1: Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. John Paul Jones? Yeah,
3: bass player for... That's not
1: the the reason why they uh, named, obviously, but...
2: There's only one person named John Paul Jones. If (laughs) I learned anything from this show, (laughs) there's only one person. No, there's
1: only one Annie Hughes. We know that. (laughs)
2: And only one Chris Farley. (laughs) One Maggie (laughs) Smith. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, So who is the lead singer of Led Zeppelin?
3: Um, I, I, how about how about if we give you three choices and you pick you
1: pick which one you think it okay. is? Okay, I, I will think. I'll, I think I'll nail it. Do you know the lead singer of Led Zeppelin, Joanna? I, I'm sure Doc's does.
2: Yeah, I'm sure Doc's does too. Be
1: honest. Be honest.
2: This is this is I picked this song to cater to you guys to, to
1: the yeah uh, to the older set. I understand what you're doing here. Okay, that's fair. All right, give us three options, Joanna, and I will pick one of the options. So don't say yours out loud, Joanna. All right, so we're gonna. Docs is gonna give us three options. We're gonna pick them, and I'm gonna say one, two, three, and we're gonna yell out our options or the the selection at the same time. All right, right. Docs. Roger
3: Daltrey, Robert Plant, Robert Palmer.
1: All right, one, two, three. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Can
2: I hear them again?
3: (laughs) Roger Daltrey, Robert Plant, Robert Palmer.
2: So wait, are we doing A, B, or C, or one, two, three? Okay,
1: so let's do A, B, or C. That's a good call. I have no idea. Oh, all right. One, two, three. B. You didn't say. I said three. <laughs> What's your
3: guess?
2: Um, I was gonna go with either A or B.
3: Okay. It, it's. Uh, I'm glad you guys didn't go with Robert Palmer. Um, yeah, Robert Palmer is from the Cure. Off.
1: That's a good one.
3: I tried to throw you off. I.
1: I that's a good. Uh, I like that. I like deception. that Robert
3: Palmer was in the Cure. <laughs> is that not right? Um, Robert Palmer is addicted to love.
1: Oh, might as well faces. I'm addicted to love. Mm-hmm. People might as like, well faces. <laughs> people are literally driving off the road right now. <laughs> like listening to the show, being like these In in pain. These <laughs> these two are idiots. Just,
3: just end it, yeah. Stop, um,
1: please. This is like one of the most famous bands of all time. Uh it is Plant, right? It's Robert Plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I didn't think that Joanna knew. I wanted to put her on the spot. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, no 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 problem.
3: All right, so we've established two members of the band. <clears throat> can you guys name the other two? <laughs> no,
1: no. no zero <laughs> Not a chance. Uh, when you said Robert Plant, I knew that was that was the uh, the lead singer. I just couldn't pull it what, uh, without without a little help. Know, do you know who Roger
3: Daltrey is?
1: Uh, it
2: sounds familiar to me.
3: That's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know who Roger Daltrey is.
3: You want to do an Abbott and Costello routine?
1: Like a who's on first yeah. deal? Exactly. Yeah, people are like yelling. The who. Yelling. Oh, the who. Yeah, He's yeah, the yeah, lead yeah. singer of okay. the who. All right. People are yelling at their audio devices that <clears throat> is playing this podcast right now, saying mm. you guys are clowns. What's wrong with you?
2: Well, I'd like to go on record as saying that um, I know a lot about other genres of music.
1: Okay. All right, you're all defensive over there, Joanna. I mean, it's fine. Own um, the fact that you don't know anything about Led Zeppelin. I don't. <laughs> it what you know what, Doc's? It was a weird pick from her. I was I was surprised when she decided that was going to be the uh, the show opener.
2: Well, I used to live with a guy, and his um, ringtone was Black Dog. So okay, I heard see, it
1: now. You're now you're over my head. I don't know what Black Dog is. The the I song assume she just it's played. that's oh, the okay. song. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: So it was just stuck in my head. That's all.
1: All right.
3: All right. Let's let's uh, do the exact same thing for the lead guitarist.
4: <sighs>
1: okay. All right. All right. Let's. let's all right. I mean, it's going to be a shot in the dark for her. I have a chance at knowing this. I think.
3: All right. Jimmy Page, Joe Perry. Oh, I know Pete this. Townsend. I know
2: this. All right. I do know this from crossword puzzles. All right. Hold on. Hold
1: on. All right. On three, we're going to say A, B, or C. One, two, three. Hey!
3: Um, You guys both got it, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Yes. Nice work.
3: I picked the uh, Joe Perry, who's from Aerosmith, and Pete Townsend, who's from... I don't know.
1: The Who also. The Who. All right. Yeah.
2: This has been really educational.
3: I'm not not really tricking you guys with The Who.
1: I thought it was going to be Nirvana, but I -hmm. had a feeling that that Pete Townsend didn't sound like a Nirvana Mm. type guy. I mean, you're wearing a Nirvana shirt right now. That's true. So... Uh, and Joanna does love Seattle, and I know that Nirvana is from Seattle
3: good uh transition out of the yeah. music history yeah
1: and uh it's Joanna is wearing some brooks pants that I really like. Those are really uh nice brooks pants, and that 's my connection from music to nirvana to it 's like the uh like five. Six Connection, Degrees, six of, six degrees Bacon? of Kevin Bacon in here this, yeah. this afternoon. How does
2: Kevin Bacon fit into all of this? I don't know. You For don't
1: know the six game, degrees.
3: Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? No,
2: I know that, but I want Chris I, to now connect us yeah, to Kevin uh,
1: Bacon. Kevin Bacon from, oh, I you. from your pants, or from Brooks. Uh, you know what? Uh, we sell apparel and shoes from Brooks, and Kevin Bacon came into the store in Old Town. That's actually Co- accurate. A couple yeah. years ago, mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon actually came into the store, and he signed his credit card receipt, and I took it, and I sold it on eBay for $400. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't do I didn't do that. I didn't do that, but we do yeah, have a uh, signed Kevin Bacon receipt. He bought a pair of shorts. shorts were they Brooks? Shorts, no. If they oh, were in Brooks, that would have been really good.
3: Were they short shorts? No, or they, were, shorts? they were longer is
1: shorts. He, is he a long shorts guy, yeah, he's too? He's a long shorts guy, yeah. So, I think I'm validated in my long shorts uh, fandom right there. But no, he bought some longer shorts from Nike. So, that was really cool when he came in. Sunglasses on. He was doing something with his band. He, the Bacon Brothers? Yeah. Him and, and his brother? They were in town. And I doing should have something. asked you what the name of his band no, is. There's no chance I would have gotten that. But he was in town and came to Pacer. So, mm-hmm. one of the very. Uh, <clears throat> Do you think he
3: played at the Birchmere?
1: I. He, I that rings a bell, but mm-hmm. um, but but I, I'm referencing back a, a few uh, episodes. I don't know what episode number, but one of a huge oversight of people who've actually shopped in our store.
3: I thought I brought it up in that segment. Oh, did you? I think. so. Okay. let's go back and check the tape. Cause I'm
1: sorry, Ron Thompson is not. Gonna yeah, make because in cut. that segment you well oh, he we got did cut bump him, so okay. we're going to kill him
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> we already right. killed him on that episode, right. and now we're killing I him. I love again. Ron Thompson. Yeah,
1: uh, he's on CSN. As the wizards are back in action, can I can I throw back him. to an old topic? Yeah, please do.
3: For ringing a bell, um, one of my dad's worst dad jokes that he tells all the time—that's the punchline—is mm-hmm. I don't know his name, but his face rings a bell. Oh, oh. Joanna yeah. loves bad dad jokes.
1: Oh, I know she does. I've uh, heard
2: too many of them.
1: I think, but that, not that
2: one. Mm, I, actually, my dad has never used that on me before.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that his joke from last week was a little better than that sorry to mr dox uh, is dad yeah anyways mr mr dox dox's dad he listens to the program all right guys big show big show this week uh very excited to talk about joanna's half marathon that's upcoming we're gonna hear um all the nitty-gritty from that uh we've got a happy hour that's on the calendar the calendar uh our intern kelly has uh secured the location we have a date very excited to announce that i was up in new york uh a couple days ago and went on a very interesting uh trip that uh i wanted to tell you guys about uh we have the in the news segment we have uh the tweets of the week and also very excited to be joined by olympic uh (coughs) finalists from london uh molly huddle who's running the 12k championships this weekend she was the uh 12k champ from a year ago and uh she actually set a world record on that course and i listen i know what you're saying the 12k isn't raced a lot but it's still a world record Mm -hmm. so you know that's a pretty pretty cool thing so we'll be talking to her uh, so um
3: of the three people that you just texted five minutes ago she was the (laughs) first one to text back
1: (laughs) well we're gonna we're gonna probably try i I didn't want to make i I didn't want to make any promises that Uh sandwich Todd would be on, but I think we Uh could have sandwich Todd. Right. So he was on my agenda as an amendment here. Uh, an addendum, I should say here, not an amendment, an addendum. Should we
3: ratify that amendment?
1: (laughs) No, we we don't need to, but, uh, because I don't know what that means. (laughs) Uh, but we, he, I believe he will join us. And if we can track down Chris Jeddon, we're trying to, uh, track him down behind the scenes to talk about his marathon. Uh, that, uh, he raced in Minnes or min I'm sorry. He raced in Wisconsin a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so big show today, guys, um, potential. I want to, uh, start off with, um, with Joanna. Um, you've got a half marathon coming this weekend and I wanted to ask you if you're driving to this, uh, race or how, how are you, how are you getting there?
2: Well, um, I will be in a car going there But but you're not driving I'm not driving
1: And I asked that, of course, because you had a car this entire week
2: I did have a car That was big news Yeah, that was huge
1: I mean, you're usually on the metro, biking, running Uh, That's usually your mode of transportation But um, you borrowed a car for the... How was was having a car in the city for the entire week?
2: Um, It was pretty amazing
1: Amazing for you or amazing for your dog?
2: Amazing for probably both of us
1: (laughs) Both of you guys Wow yeah I, so, I didn't know you were big such a big fan of a car
2: um yeah I've always been a big uh car fan okay yeah I listened to a lot of car talk growing up did you um no I and the
3: cars <laughs> <laughs>
2: um yeah I don't know it's it's helpful to have a car in DC it is even though it's very easy to get around otherwise it is just helpful especially when you have a dog to right. um do other things Toad around yeah. yes so yeah. Luigi got to go sightseeing. He's yeah. never seen the National Mall before, and now he has.
1: We saw Luigi at the uh, race on Sunday at the Veterans Day 10K. Go- pretty good picture of Luigi that swim, bike, run got. I don't know if those pictures are out yet, but uh, oh, he
2: put it. Uh, he put it on Instagram. Oh, it's probably the best good. picture I've ever taken of him.
1: <laughs> She's very excited about that. Big week for Luigi. It's a
2: huge week for Luigi. He also went to Rock Creek Park. He's never been there before. Wow. wow. Yeah.
1: So Docs was kind enough on his uh, work trip. He, he allowed uh, his co-host Joanna to borrow the car. Now I, I did want to ask how many tickets you got actually during the week.
2: <laughs> I am a very good driver. No, I, been I,
1: I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. But in D.C., you must have got at least a half dozen
2: no Parking tickets. well because our house is a parking spot in the back so i just put it in the back oh,
1: okay, but
2: i have one of my friends told me that when you have a car in dc you just have to be prepared that at least once a month you're going to get a ticket like that's just how things go right and i just don't understand and again i don't have a car but i don't understand how that's possible Oh, it's possible i had a car when i when i first came to dc and i never got a ticket and i had it for three years
1: mm-hmm. wow that is very impressive. You're uh, much more responsible than I am. <laughs> I think I lived in D.C. for I don't know four months, couple, a uh, few months back. I probably got I, and I felt good about it. I think I got eight <laughs> tickets. I don't know two two a month. Thought that was pretty good. But you know what happens?
3: Well, is, that's what her friend said that that on average you have one a month. So for every
1: Joanna, there is a Chris Farley. (laughs) That's right, even us, even us out. So good, good call. Between the two of you, you got one a month. Good math on that. Um, But you know what? When you have Virginia tags, like I had, like Docs has, they they start to like find you and then give you tickets or warnings because you can't park in DC with Virginia tags. But I guess since you were in your parking lot, not on the street.
2: In the driveway, yeah. The that driveway. made it definitely so that, easier. That my easier. M- One of my roommates, when we first moved to our house, she had Virginia um, tags on her car. And she would stay within the two-hour parking. Um, mm-hmm. But then eventually, the the meter person was like, this car has been in this neighborhood for four months. Absolutely. You need to get DC plates. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's they, what happened. They wrote her like a little note.
1: It, it took less than four months for me. So, Well, good job. Hopefully, the car is in one piece.
2: It's in great condition.
1: Have you seen the car yet, Docs?
3: It, it, if it's in great condition, then it came back better than it was uh, taken. It was left. Oh, yeah. you,
1: she left with it. Um, well, that was very nice of you, Docs. Are you um, just lending out your car? Is that a new thing? Or
3: Yeah, it's like the bike share. <laughs> okay, Joanna has one of those keys. <laughs> oh, she does. Nice. And I'm the only person nice. that will have one of those keys. <laughs> nice.
1: Well, I'm glad Luigi had such a good week. I'm glad you had such a good week. But you're headed to Richmond. Uh, To run the half marathon. Have you run the Richmond half before? Are you excited?
2: Um, I've never done Richmond before. I'm really excited because it's America's friendliest marathon.
1: That's a good tagline. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm really excited to see if it lives up to the hype.
1: Well, on this show, Richmond races have not done real well. So hopefully, you know. You'll have a better experience than our co-host Doc's had last time we did a Richmond race.
3: I've been down there for the the Richmond Marathon, and I've been down there. I've done uh, Monument 10K. Yeah, Monument Ave. Or, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to speed things up. All right, um, yeah, that's fine. The Monument Ave 10K. Yep. Uh, and I have to say, both of those were uh, well yeah, organized well
4: and very
0: good. Yeah.
3: So I have no doubt that you'll have a great experience at your. Um, half marathon, except that there will be a point when you're running in the right lane of traffic and of a two-way road, and they they don't close the whole road, they just close one lane.
1: Is that true? Yeah.
2: So there'll be cars like right next to us?
3: So for the marathon, they had a four-lane road when you go over the bridge, and they didn't close the bridge, they only closed one lane. So there were cars driving actually in the lane next to you, but coming at you.
2: That's kind of scary.
3: I know. I was I was uh, disappointed in in Richmond, but it's not that bad actually.
2: Well they have cones th- up, so Oh cones <laughs> are common. always yeah. safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really keep the cars out, those cones. Yeah. Um, this is also my roommate's first half marathon. Nice. So are you
3: running it together?
2: No. Um, but there's a whole group of people from col- from my college that are going to be running. Um, wow! Yeah, so it's exciting. That's so awesome. We have an Airbnb that's really close to the start, and then um, afterwards we're going to have brunch. Like it's going to be a great weekend. I'm really excited.
1: All right. So regardless who, of how the race goes, let's call let's let's give a shout out to your room. What's her name? Kate. Kate. So Kate is running her first half marathon next week. You will have to give us a report on how you did, how Kate did, how the rest of your crew did, and we'll actually have two race reports. Uh, the following next couple shows because I am running Philly.
3: Wait, we couldn't talk about Joanna for two minutes.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I thought now, we did. Now we have I thought to, we covered it adequately. That was like
3: twelve seconds no, of I thought Joanna talking. You are like thought we had it. I thought itching that was in your chair to talk about your race, which yeah. is in like four months.
1: <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll cover both those. So you'll have to uh, take copious notes and come back with a good uh, review of the Richmond Half Marathon. Well,
3: I, I have question. I have questions okay. for Joanna. All right, okay. go ahead. What What do you uh, What do you anticipate running? What's
2: your goal? Um, Well, I wanted to run 140 or faster, so like maybe Mm -hmm. 138-ish, but I've been sick for the past week, so I'd take a couple days off, um, and I still am coughing a lot, so I'm adjusting my goals. I'm just hoping to run maybe like 143, 145.
1: So under that's under a seven uh, seven thirty pace. Yeah. So well, when I was in in Seattle
2: pace. in June, I ran one forty seven. So I would like to yeah. run faster than that. Um, yeah. But that so that's my like I would be happy if I ran one, faster than one forty seven, and then I have my next series of goals. Nice, finally,
3: What do you think about her uh, readjusting her race goals like this?
1: I think that's uh, smart. I think a lot of people don't do that. Um, I, I'm a lot of people. Go into races sick or hurt, or you got to be really re- realistic about your training when you get to the line.
2: Well, as we heard from Chris K, honesty is very important. Yeah, absolutely. You just need to be honest good, with yourself. You got to
1: be totally honest when you get to that point. You can shoot for a goal and you could be shooting for, you know, 137, 138. But once you get to that day, um, you know, you got to be brutally honest because, especially in a half marathon or a marathon, you're not faking it. Uh, and it's
3: it's like you guys said for the <clears throat> the marathon just go out and enjoy it, you know. Absolutely. And if you have a, a realistic expectation of what you're running, it's going to be much easier to to enjoy it and mm-hmm. not beat yourself up if you don't if you don't get that 138. And yeah. there's
2: brunch at the end no matter what.
3: That's right. That's what's true. your what's your brunch
1: order?
2: Um oh, uh, eggs benedict always.
3: Really? Mhm.
1: Eggs benedict.
3: Finally, what do you think Ed's, eggs benedict? <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: I I think they're poached. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It's exactly right. Okay. Again, people driving their cars off the road. Saying, <laughs> so how is this guy on this show? What an idiot. Uh, I, I don't know what eggs Benedict are. I don't well,
2: know. Well, okay. So what's your brunch order?
1: French toast. Okay. I know what French toast is for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: And Chris, what's your brunch order?
1: I'd like, uh, you know, like a egg sandwich. You know, if I could do like a bagel and a bacon, egg, and cheese. That's that's what I like to go for. Um, I'm a big fan of that, but I do like uh, I, I like pancakes and French toast. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe Eggs Benedict. I don't know. I'll maybe try that next time.
2: You should. It's good. Um, so, do you guys do mimosas or Bloody Marys or nothing? Water? Uh,
1: no, I I usually do beer. Uh, pretty pretty and at brunch? <laughs> <laughs> or shand- <laughs> potentially wait, no, a, is it, a shandy. Wait, what's there
2: is a drink that's beer and champagne. What's that called? I think that's called a bromosa. Do you oh, do, brim- no, do, you I do I brimosas?
1: Um, no, I don't, but I, I would be willing to try
3: it.
2: Oh, that sounds gross. Docs? I think
3: it sounds gross, too. Um, also, if you ever go to France or the Alps in Switzerland, you can order a panache
1: have no idea what a panache is either it's a shandy I mean, oh is it okay <laughs> yeah
2: but it sounds better
1: well it's because it's a different language yeah well it's the clown farley showed <laughs> it fine that's every show well yeah. uh, but i personally like i like to get you know uh, egg and bacon egg and cheese sandwich and then have a couple beers afterwards but i usually don't At start brunch? The, yeah well after a marathon after after marathon was was
3: this a was this a post marathon meal question right. or just right. like I a think brunch. It was just oh, general just in general oh generally
1: yeah. no brunch brunch i i usually i don't know uh usually alcohol free usually okay which is me too a big for, win a big win for me
3: yeah for for uh that early in the morning yeah, yeah. how
2: early do you guys go to brunch 6 a.m. <laughs> I think that's still breakfast.
1: Uh-huh. All right, we're talking about uh, we're talking about beers and shandies and whatever else. Panache, panache. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a happy and hour coming. Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> happy hour coming up, and we are excited <laughs> to announce the happy hour November 18th. That's next week, guys, and it's going to be at four quarts. And Docs has proposed a time of six. Right I think the official
3: start time from our intern Kelly is seven p m but I'm gonna shoot to be there at six p m um and just stay the whole time so people can roll in and roll
1: out.
2: I'm wondering if you said six o'clock in order to try to get Farley and I there on time like are are you saying six o'clock <laughs> yeah. because then you think we'll that's be there smart. at 7. <laughs>
1: that's exactly what he's doing. you know what, Joanna? Good detective work on that, yes,
3: um Joanna, you're fired <laughs> yeah.
1: well. I the guess, good thing,
3: the good thing about my friendship with Farley is that he doesn't try. I don't to, even. Oh, he doesn't yeah. try to challenge or or question anything. Um,
1: yeah. So he asked if I could be there at six. I said, "Yeah, it's right down the street from my house. Uh, I should be able to be there at six. It's going to be a short run to the next happy hour, but looking forward to that. Uh, so November eighteenth, join us at Four Courts, six o'clock. And if you can't be there by six. Be there at 7. It's fine.
3: We'll have to tweet this out since the show's not dropping until Monday. People might miss it.
1: That's true. Um,
3: yeah. Sorry for the short notice, everybody. And uh, what are we going to be wearing?
1: Yeah, we'll be wearing uh, our uh, Pacers. Uh, we don't have the Pacers Nation official gear yet. But we'll have that, for, that the, the for the December happy hour? Yeah, that is in the works, and we will have that for the December happy hour. Nice. Uh, but uh, we, uh, we'll be wearing some sort of Pacers paraphernalia. And uh, it'll be at Four Courts on the 18th.
3: And Joanna's going to have uh, Pace Nation stickers all over herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: So she'll be easy to find. Yeah. Uh, I had a very interesting trip this week. Went to New York, and I was notified of this trip about a week ago. New York City. New York City. New York City. New York City. They make uh, good salsa there. And pizza. I, and, do, I do know that. Yeah. Um, so it was a trip with Asics, and... You know, they, they were very cryptic in what we were actually going there for, but they invited uh, 40 owners from across the country of specialty-run stores, and they introduced a new shoe called Meta Run. Very uh, interesting shoe that had a new midsole from them, so it was lightweight midsole, uh, new different compound, uh, different upper, and a pretty slick-looking shoe. That's a stability shoe, faster shoe. And they're going to introduce it on Black Friday, and trying to to promote it really big time on Small Business Saturday. So that's the the end of the month.
2: And it's called the what? Meta Run. The Meta Run.
1: Yeah. So it's it's they've used all yeah. like the.
2: Now, is there demographic hipsters for this shoe?
1: Well, I don't. I, because I, I'm of the not phrase sure. That's very meta. Yes. Uh, maybe I don't know. That could that could be it. I'm not sure exactly. How it's going to go.
3: I love turning this this show into a game show. Farley, do you know what the phrase that's very meta means?
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm learning a lot, obviously, today, show. <coughs> so that's very good.
3: Joanna, do you know what it's meta means?
2: Um, I think I do.
3: What do you think it means?
2: Well, why don't you say what you think it means? <laughs> <laughs> she
1: doesn't know. I know who Meta World Peace is. Mm-hmm. He's a basketball player. Yeah. yeah. What, number, what number is he? Well, he's been a number of different numbers, but mm-hmm. he was 15 for the Pacers when he was uh, run our test at the time. But anyways.
2: Wait, he worked at Pacers? No. I, I, yeah.
1: Good Good question. This show is all over the place. He, he yeah. played basketball for the Pacers. Anyways, uh-huh. totally, totally minutiae. Sorry. Uh, so, introduced, the Asics introduced the uh, shoe uh, to us. They're going to uh, bring it to market November 29th and uh, they're gonna have it in market for one month so you only have an opportunity to buy it in specially run stores for just one month and uh, after that it's gone and it may never come back
3: have have you um, have they already announced it as well?
1: yeah so they've announced it too so
3: so yeah. you saw the the unveiling and then they saw announced the
1: unveiling. It. They brought us to this secure location in New York city. They had it in a briefcase. They brought it out mm-hmm. and made it a whole like presentation. Ryan Hall, uh, introduced, um, the shoe and introduced the, uh, ASICs employees. Ryan Hall's a Olympic marathoner who runs for ASICs, introduced the employees who built the shoe. Uh, a pretty cool presentation that they, uh, that they presented to us. And, the shoe was in this briefcase, and there was this unveiling. I felt like it was like what's a game show where they have those briefcases?
2: Let's make a deal.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think it's Let's Make a Deal. Yeah. Anyways, it was. <laughs> I think Let's Make a Deal was one where you you select like door A, door B, or door C, and sometimes there'd be a donkey behind door C.
2: No, I'm pretty, isn't it, let's make a deal, the one where there's like the girl standing there with the steel briefcase. It's called deal or no deal. Oh, deal or no deal. That's what I'm thinking I was
1: right. I was finally right one time today. (laughs) All
3: right. Everybody uh, get back on the road. Everybody who drove (laughs) off the road earlier. Yeah. So
1: so a a cool presentation uh, similar to deal or no deal, uh, a briefcase like that, and uh, the shoe is going to be two hundred and fifty dollars. How does that? How does that? What do you guys think about that?
2: A two hundred fifty dollars shoe?
1: Yeah. As a manager at Pacers Running, what do you think about that?
2: Does it get me a fifteen minute PR?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not the podcast, so come it's on. It's not a podcast yeah. five second yeah, bump. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's it's um it's going to be really interesting because I think they're going to, you know, try to really drum up enthusiasm for the shoe and in this unveiling, make it li- really limited edition. There's only going to be 4,000 pairs what, in market.
2: What makes it um, so expensive? Is there... It's the
1: materials. I mean, it's like a Kayano. It's a really, it's that next level of the Kayano, much lighter, better upper. Um, the material, the midsole material is, I, I mean, I don't want to like say it's like boost or uh, the which is in adidas shoes or the m- new material in in Saucony Everrun. but you know it's a similar
2: it's a similar technology
1: technology to that uh that's that is very light very responsive i've run in the shoe it's awesome it is awesome so it'll be interesting to see um um you know the 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 the, the feedback from from customers and you know i the thing is 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 Jordans when a Jordan launches I mean, Chris Kay and Matt Senchewitz are going to, you know, get go and get that and... limited edition Jordan. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is. So that's what. they're. That's, yep. I think that's, this, that's the angle. That's the angle for this. Mm-hmm. But
2: is this. I mean, are you meant to run in it? Because yeah, a, oh, jo- yeah. a Jordan will last you a long time. Right, but a running, running shoe doesn't last you that long.
3: Yeah. and well, then get two pair.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're one of the exclusive dealers that'll have it, so uh yeah, please Perfect. come by our store.
3: Farley, you you're totally glossing over what kind of snacks they had at this A6. Oh, yeah. Yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. They
1: did. They had a uh uh, uh
3: pigs in a blanket and uh,
1: a uh sugar cone type. It looked like a sugar cone.
3: Eggs Benedict?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a sugar cone and they had uh like fruit in the sugar cone? I've never seen it before.
2: What's a sugar cone?
1: You know, when you get an ice cream cone, a sugar cone, it's like one of those rectangular cones.
0: Oh, okay.
3: So what? What is it called? Um, is it like a fruit tart or something like that? Maybe it's like a fruit tart,
1: which is that like they had. And they
3: had water? No, no, I don't think it was. Maybe if you're talking know. about like an ice cream type an ice cream. I, cone I, I, but or... I don't. I
1: think it was fruit in it. So mm-hmm. that was the snacks. You know what I'm talking the... about? Like a fruit tart.
2: Okay. You know. No. You
1: go to a bakery. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But like it's got kind of like... But it's not really, it wasn't really that. Yeah, all right. Um, and they had water with... Um, uh, Pink water? They had water with gas, which I, I, I do mm-hmm. like water with gas.
2: What mm-hmm. uh, is that? Is that sparkling water? <laughs>
1: yes. I think that's how you order it when you In Europe, yeah. In Europe, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they had that, and they had lemons and limes in the water. So that was good. Oh, wow. And this, and this, what
3: do when, you guys think about putting cucumbers in water?
2: I actually like cucumber water a lot. It's very, it's very refreshing.
1: Yeah, I do like that. Uh, So Asics did a great job. I really appreciate them having me out there or up there for uh, this unveiling of the shoe. Uh, Look forward to uh, the shoe coming into our stores. We're going to get, I think, only forty pairs, and once they're gone, they're gone. So we will see how it goes. So that was uh, uh, very exciting. The Meta Run, the Meta Run. I don't know what what does meta mean? I I didn't hear when you got it. It's
2: like um it's like art or it's like something that's self-referential. Yes,
3: exactly. Okay. You got it now. It's when you when you acknowledge the the medium. Nice. Okay.
1: All right. Well, of course this podcast is po- sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations and, and
2: one in Princeton. One in
1: Princeton. Pacers Running is for every run. You can tweet us at paste the nation our twitter account is uh it was was robust with a number of tweets this week uh, i think it's been re- working out really well that joanna has been reading the tweets and uh let's get to our tweets of the week how
3: about just as a suggestion instead of a $20 gift certificate we give the uh, tweet of the week a pair of meta world peace shoes <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow um I'm going to veto that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad idea, Docs. Mm -hmm. I like the brainstorm, but Mm -hmm. uh, no. No Mm -hmm. idea is a bad idea. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
2: Um, Okay. So, tweets of the week. Let's start with... Oh, everyone's favorite, Sandwich Todd. So, I happen to be out with some of my friends on friday night and we were having a conversation about something and then somebody was like oh well i don't really know and then they got out their smartphone so i had tweeted there are no more mysteries in life because of smartphones and then sandwich todd said at Jotorious mystery why i'm better friends with peter russo than you and he lives in new jersey
1: Mm. wow yeah i don't know that is a mystery
2: <clears throat> well, so what did you suggest? So I responded and I said, "Sandwich Todd, you should come on Pace the Nation, and we'll talk about your feelings in a new therapy segment."
3: I love that on the
1: couch with Pace the Nation. That's got a nice ring to it.
3: Yeah,
2: but Sandwich Todd isn't here.
1: Yeah. Well, we, we're trying to track him down, and hopefully, we'll hear from him later in the show. He's got a, a big announcement on his uh, attempt for <clears throat> the uh, 12K. The .us12k road championships. Oh, a big what? announcement a big on announcement. a big show. Yeah, wow. Can,
3: can we handle all of
2: that? It might be too big.
1: It could be. Just a
3: question. He, he did ask how much it would cost per session for this therapy. Can we get some new equipment out of this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. It's going to cost uh, way more than the new equipment will, will cost. So we'll cover it. Yes. All right. It's a good idea. Better idea than giving the meta <laughs> shoes out. So one one good, one bad. No, there's no bad
3: ideas. Okay, that's right. One usable and, and one that we'll put a pin in and <laughs> yeah. talk about later. Yeah.
2: Um, all right, so next, uh, Jessica Rose said, at Pace Nation, recruiting new listeners in Kenya. Each one gets me a five-second bump.
3: Ooh, this is a great idea. Um, can we do a, a new Pace the Nation pyramid scheme? And for every new listener that you recruit, we promise uh, five seconds off your marathon time.
1: Yeah. That's another good idea. You're 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 on a roll here.
3: Okay, run that by
1: legal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's do it.
2: Um so we had some race updates from listeners. Uh so Chris Jatan said not it's, a,
1: it's just not. It's just not. It Japan. is his
2: name. He came into name. Navy Yard. It is his name. All right.
1: We're going to try to track him another uh, but first you first asked him down. you
2: asked him on we have it on
3: the air yeah. and you said it's Jedin and he goes no it is Jatan and you go you're
2: in on the bit
1: all three of you are in on the bit but all right sorry to interrupt go ahead
2: okay so he said not a great race last weekend but still happy to talk about it so others don't make the same mistake I did
1: yeah i'm i'm disappointed for you chris um definitely want to talk about it cuz i know how great shape he was in and you know great shape doesn't always translate into you know, a marathon PR, it's, it's a tough event.
2: Well, you just need everything to go right it's, on one yeah, particular day, absolutely. and it's, it's tough.
1: It is.
3: That's, a, that's the other rough thing about the marathon is, is that, you know, if you're, if you're running a 10K and you have a bad race, you just come back the next week and, and give it another shot. But with right. the marathon, unless you're Farley, uh,
1: you have to take time <laughs> off in between them. Thank you first time he's giving me props on the show
2: i mean Uh, the other thing that's tough is uh if you're having a bad day it's also 26 miles as opposed to just six six miles
1: that's a good point um
2: all right so kevin king said believe the day of reckoning for sandwich todd at the 12k is near he's not been on pace the nation nearly enough for the five second pump
1: yeah we are going to talk to like i said uh we're going to try to talk to todd about um that race and i don't know
2: well, wait, Sandwich Todd did offer an update. So he said, terrible Sandwich Todd update. Two weeks ago, my right knee was in real pain. I've been laying off of it, and it is kind of better. Unsure about the race.
1: Maybe his big announcement will be a follow-up uh, to that tweet, but just stay tuned, and we will find out. Well,
3: we're going to have to wait a long time, but our listeners aren't going to have to wait that long. That's true. That's true. <laughs> due, due to the uh, modern miracle of <laughs> editing. you editing,
1: yes. Yeah,
3: well... As it is, sorry to hear that, Todd. Um, yeah. Injuries are never fun for anybody, and I
1: yeah. uh, hope, hope you get better soon. I know, and, and Docs knows injuries, unfortunately.
2: All right, so speaking of Docs, uh, Kevin King said, What kind of snacks were brought for episode 28 of Pace the Nation? William E. Doc seems to be eating all the way through to the first break.
1: Mm-hmm. We talked to Chris K. You were on your way to a road trip for work. Yeah, I actually I don't didn't remember, make it through the whole episode. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what you were munching on. Oh,
2: I remember. It, it, it was an apple with peanut butter.
1: Oh, okay. I liked
3: your tweet. You said, had a snack for himself, <laughs> which was just pointing out that I didn't have anything to share.
1: <laughs> which, t- today, uh, you did bring us a couple snacks to the studio, which was mm-hmm. nice. Snacks? Did drinks count as snacks? I mean, you know, you threw a... You threw a noon made in one of the water bottle. Yeah, and, uh, I brought that noon. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was his. Okay. All right. Fair enough. He did bring the water at least.
3: Well, in in my defense, it was good. <laughs>
2: um. All right. And so then my dad said, "Episode twenty eight. I think you have hit your stride. Great show." Thanks, huh.
3: Peter. Does he not like me? <laughs> I was like not on the show. <laughs> Was his second favorite show The one that uh, you guys did with Kevin McHale Mikhail that I didn't make Yeah
1: absolutely
2: Yeah Well we'll have to ask him Yeah um, And then finally uh, Find Your Inner Pace said At Pace Nation Love Jotorious DC with Chris K- Kwiatkowski Let's get her more unorthodox interview gigs And then hashtag Girls rule Boys drool
1: Yeah I think that's a great tweet I, I, I do think you did a great job uh, With those questions it did help that you had some insider knowledge since he did work for you That's for quite true. some time. I thought it was it was very very impressive and great research. Very well done.
3: I thought she did a good job, too. Uh, We already got her to replace you on the tweets. Uh, Slowly getting her to take over for the... To host uh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as she can come up with a clever catchphrase that beats a really big show... um, That's going to be difficult. Which, uh, actually, Ed
1: Sullivan's lawyers would like to talk to you. (laughs) She's going to totally take over at that point. Mm -hmm. I gotcha.
2: Okay, and now for our tweet of the week. Um, So if you guys remember, we would asked people to... um, Tell us about Halloween costumes they saw raced in. So, Liv at Literally Olivia said, I ran 16 miles as a black cat and it was delightful.
1: And she had an accompanying picture. She
2: had an accompanying picture of herself. Yep. Nice.
1: With uh, another woman in a skeleton outfit. Mm hmm. And her as a black cat.
2: Yep. And she also said uh, the photo was from Back of My Feet. So, I guess she maybe she runs with Back of My Feet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that uh, was a. It's always great when. when uh, Halloween's actually on Saturday or Sunday. Or Friday. Or Friday. Well, Saturday or, or Sunday. Or Monday o- through Thursday. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> Saturday or Sunday for the races. Oh, I guess that's true, yeah. You really get the costumes out there because uh, if, if it is a great uh, weekend for races.
3: do we have uh, somebody who's binge listening to the shows right now? Like yeah, we do. Okay. So he's going to listen to the Halloween episode where you're saying that adults shouldn't wear costumes, and then immediately listen to this episode and be like, wait a second, Farley is contradicting himself.
1: I am, but I yeah like the costume. Well, and people the are running, allowed to change running. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. no, no, Farley, I didn't Farley's change my mind. On, on I'm not couch, a costume guy, but on I'm... the
3: couch with Farley. Farley, how far have you run? What's your PR for uh, running in a in a uh, cat costume?
1: Well, it's not as fast as hers. Uh, no, I, it's distance-wise.
3: What's the longest? I, what's the longest? Zero time? miles. So yeah. she's got a better PR running she in does. a in a cat costume. That's true.
2: Go live.
1: Live. Thanks for your tweet. You will get a twenty dollars gift certificate to Pacers Running. So that's uh, going to be in the mail from Joanna because whenever Joanna sends them out, they go out faster.
2: Okay, so I can I can do that.
1: So we'll we'll track you down your address and we'll send one out in the mail. Uh, docs, you uh, mentioned binge listening mm-hmm. uh Joanna had an email this week. I wanted her to uh to to fill us in on
2: sure, so um Mike Neff, who runs with Pacers, he just started listening to the show, so right now he's on episode seven, okay, um, so he has a lot to go. I wonder, told him that I
1: wonder what we were doing, episode seven. We always talk about episode seven <laughs> oh, that's, is that central, that's central. Okay. Okay. yeah
2: Jesus. Um, but <laughs> I don't know how
3: you don't know that.
2: it's
1: uh, yeah. amazing. I, I think
2: we mentioned that once in an episode. Every week. Every week we talk about that. <laughs>
1: yeah, good call. All right.
2: Um, okay. So uh, Mike really enjoyed listening to the favorite races segment. And he actually said that if we haven't, we should check out EX2 Adventures. They put on awesome trail races.
1: They do. I know Jim Harmon is the race director of those. And he does an awesome job. If you haven't done those... They sell out because, you know, these adventure races on trails are a lot smaller than your road races because, you know, the trails are just, uh, you know, you just can't run. (laughs) Because of the traffic, can't run that many people on trails. So, yeah, get in them, get in them early. Those are a great series of races.
2: Um, And he also was doing his third Spartan race. Nice. Yeah. Um, But my favorite part of this email was when Mike said, I couldn't believe Chris admitted to checking out a bike share bike in Roslyn to ride up that hill.
1: Listen, (laughs) Mike, I'm with you, but I feel like I was validated last week with Chris K. Getting to mile 26 of his, his long run and in dire need of some sort of mode of transportation to get up the hill to clarendon and what he wouldn't have done for a a bike share at that point so
3: yeah but he also got candy after his run and you don't deserve candy after your run
2: <laughs> wow.
1: um
2: wait i one more thing i want to add from this email and just don't oh. knock
1: the, the biking till you try it but go ahead sorry
2: yeah okay um <laughs> So, uh, Mike also said that he got a Twitter account, so his son could do a school project last year, um, and he hasn't used Twitter, but now Pace the Nation is going to be his first follow. Wow. So, we've, we've brought him out of Twitter retirement. We've
1: inspired him to tweet. Nice. Mike, we look forward to your tweets, and uh, if, if you send us something good, as, as for anybody, if you send us something good on uh, tweeting us at Pace the Nation, we uh, will read it on air and uh, generally talk about it. And uh, Docs will make fun of me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> um, and you can follow me at what is mine at William Docs. William. It's William E Docs.
1: It's William E Docs. Is it really? Yeah, it yeah. is.
3: You can follow me at William E Docs yep. on Twitter. Um, I don't have nearly as many followers as Farley
1: or Joanna. That's probably justified. <laughs> well, you just don't tweet enough. You're 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 a quality guy over quantity. Uh huh.
2: I think you're more active on Twitter than I am.
1: Uh, all mm-hmm. right. Well, then everybody's following Joanna. Follow me. It's uh, Jotorius DC. It's William E. Dox and his Run Pacers and our all-personal accounts. And, of course, it's uh, Pace the Nation. All right, guys. I did track down Chris Jetton. Jetton. Um, oh, you got the wrong guy then. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take a quick break and we're going to get him on the horn and we're going to talk about his marathon from last week. All right, we are joined by Chris Jetton. Uh, Jeton, ex- excited to be. Uh, yeah, can
2: we talk about the name first?
1: Yes, right off the bat. I, I, I mean, I know you're in on the bit, but it is Jetton. It's not right? a
5: bit. No, my last name is Jatan <laughs> like like baton. All
1: right, can you tell me the origin of Jatan then?
5: I think it's French. I mean, French. I don't really have French relatives or anything, but see, see, that's what I'm, there's that's what I'm no cold. chance. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm tell not expecting
1: him, to know him, him to know his family tree, but Chris, I think tell
3: him, tell him, tell uh, him how been better. Tell him how Joanna and I know how to pronounce your name, and he doesn't.
5: Um, it's it the happy hour? Um, I think I said something like Chris keeps calling me Chris Jetton, and my last name Jatan. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what else we talked about then.
3: No, that's exactly it. Because the reason why we're <laughs> in on the quote air quotes, which they can't see, bit is because. Uh, he actually told us.
2: When we were waiting for you to arrive.
1: Right, right. I'll be on time to the next one um, <laughs> so that you don't miss out on stuff right. like that. That's
5: that's true. Pronunciation.
2: All right. So, so Chris, tell us about the race.
5: Oh, the race, um, overall, kind of a disappointment, but uh, it was a lot of fun going to see friends and running in the city I went to college at. I ended up running uh 247. And Which is a smoking seconds.
1: fast time. I mean, it's, well, I'm sorry, two seconds. What?
5: Yeah, two forty-seven and two seconds. And my last race was like two forty-seven and fifty seconds. So, wow, it was a PR. But I really think that I was, you know, in, in some two forty shape going into that race. So,
1: yeah, uh, I mean, you would talk to me about, and I think maybe we talked a little on the show about your workouts and. They really indicated faster than that. Although, obviously, two forty-seven to uh, you know ninety-nine percent of our listeners is a smoking fast time. What do you think? What do you think it was?
5: Oh, uh, I'll never know for sure. But I uh, right off the bat, I had like shin splints or like really tight calves, like ankle, lower leg uh, problems. Like from the first step after warming up, and that stayed with me for like six miles, and then that switched over to like a calf Charlie horse. Oh and that stayed with me to like mile 10 or 11 and then i felt good for like three or four miles there and then my legs were just dead like i was running uphill the whole way wow and by like mile with no 20, bike sharing in sight <laughs> right right i mean nothing <laughs> out there about as far away from the finish line as you could be in this run slow.
1: I just think there's lessons for, for our listeners uh, to be learned from this uh, because, you know, the marathon is a really tough, finicky event and, you know, you have some good ones and when you nail one, you really nail one, but then it's just you, you have some, some tough ones. Was there anything that you did maybe a week, two weeks before where you felt like, whoa, maybe I did a little too much or a little too fast or maybe I burnt my legs out? for the actual race?
5: Uh, nothing like a week or two before. There's, I get the overall training, you know, there's a lot of miles. I've never run 100 miles in a week before, but you know, I built up pretty easy to that. Uh, I was tired at week 14, which is like the peak week. Mm-hmm. I was pretty exhausted, and I started cutting back then. But then like the morning of, one thing I did was I put these insoles in my shoe. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, with the Hoka shoes they sure. have. Like a regular insole, then they have the extra cushion insole you can put in. Yep. So I usually have that extra cushion in my other shoes I run in. And then I have another pair of Hokas where I have both cushions in there. But I don't think I ever ran with both cushions in my race Hokas. And for some reason, I did that that race morning. And uh, I don't know if that caused it or what.
3: So you changed you changed your gear set up on at, at the eleventh hour. Yeah, yeah, ha-
5: like a rookie mistake. Changed at eleventh hour. <laughs> yeah. Have
3: you? Had, I'm not sure
5: if the, have the you ever down. run in
3: those. Have you ever run in the extra cushions before?
5: I have in another pair of hokas. I have, but I guess maybe not in these race ones. I couldn't remember. I just kind of figured that I've been switching that extra cushion around, you know, in all my other shoes constantly over training, but I don't know. We'll see. My wife thinks I'm being a baby and just trying to find, <laughs> uh, you know, a new excuse for a bad race. But uh, I ran on Friday with them, and, and my legs are so kind of sore. But we'll see.
1: Well, that's uh, that's disappointing. A great effort, a PR. Uh, glad that you enjoyed, you know, being out there. But a good lesson, you know, changing something in the eleventh hour, as Doc's phrased it, is 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 not a yeah. not something we want our listeners or, or marathoners to do.
5: Yeah, you know, and everybody knows that, and I still was like, oh, I thought I'd be fine, I'll just do it anyway. But I think I could have even stopped during the race and taken them out if I was really that convinced it was that. Mm-hmm. Just stop, untying your shoes for 30 seconds isn't that big a deal, a three-hour race.
1: Yeah. So what's next? You uh, Are you totally just you know fried mentally that you you can't even think about the next uh what what's next on the docket or are you uh fired up to get back out there again
5: no i'm ready to go i mean i took like two or three days off i ran a little bit last week i'll do like 30 miles this week of this easy stuff and then i'll probably run rock and roll dc in march okay for the third time
1: and you know i i think that's and that's the attitude you got to take and you know, uh, we, we've got some veteran marathoners who host the show and, you know, maybe uh, some veteran marathoners who listen. There are a lot of rookies who listen, too, too. That stuff that you did, you know, the 100-mile weeks, all this work is in the bank, and you could see significant gains in March. I mean, 10-minute PR, something, you know, 15-minute PR is not out of the question. Uh, just it's, Yeah, that's the, what I think about a The marathon's a lot weird, too. weird thing.
5: Yeah, you know, I, I think about that. It gets the. That's why I don't dwell on one race that much because it doesn't erase the 1,200 miles I ran that training block yep. like, to get there. If you have one bad day, you know, slow time, you still ran all those miles,
1: and and they, they will, you know, that that mileage and and all that work will, at some point, you know, if you, if you do enough races, will will uh, we'll show and. Yeah, yeah, you'll come up with a big PR. I'm convinced.
5: Yeah, and I'll run like a 10k next month, and probably a 10k and a half in January or February. So, I'll get have a chance to get out there and you know push push the limit a little more.
1: Well, in the meantime, uh, we've got our happy hour slated for November 18th. We're hoping you can make it, um, and you can uh, tell us the the uh, and and all the other listeners kind of more of a blow by blow of the uh, of the race. Uh, I'm I'm sorry because uh, I know you'd work so hard, but I'm sure you'll you'll get back out and do do uh, yeah, do better. The, the, worst, better after. the worst
5: part that's like mentally exhausting. You know, marathon's hard enough as it is, but then they have like 26 hard miles instead of like 13 easy <laughs> right. and then 13 hard. It was it was pretty mentally hard. Yeah, no doubt. And then uh, after brunch, we went to brunch afterwards, and what'd you order? Rest...
1: We we talked about brunch earlier in the show, Chris. Yeah that's what what was your what up. was your brunch order?
5: We got some poutine, you know, the French fries with gravy and cheese curds on it.
1: Nice. Is that and a, then, but like we a Wisconsin got there late. thing.
5: Uh, yeah, it's like a Canadian thing, but oh, I think right. it trickled down to Wisconsin. But Boy. we got there late, and uh, they were out of everything: out of eggs, out of bacon, wow. out of uh, pancakes. So we everyone got burgers. So
3: unbelievable.
5: Ca- Cap off a bad race, we had a bad brunch. <laughs> the Packers lost that night to <laughs> That's Denver. Right.
3: No, if, 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 yeah. if you had run weekend for me, if you had run your goal time, would they have had eggs and bacon still? You know,
5: the butterfly effect, I just I'm not sure you know if, <laughs> if I could have ran better, maybe the Packers would have won, and the runs would have been better. Mm. and
1: Yeah, I like that. I, I, I believe in that. Is that, so, is that the butterfly effect? I believe in that. That's a new term on me for me.
3: Everything is new to you. You're like a, <laughs> you're like a child. <laughs> um, Chris. Chris uh, Jeton, uh, not Chris Farley. Right. Um, so what what's your go-to bre- brunch order? Since you had to order a burger, what, what did you want to order?
5: Oh, I was probably going to get, like, pancakes there that day. Yeah. Oh, I French toast. And would
3: you would you get a, a Bloody Mary, a mimosa? A beer. Or a beer?
5: Uh, I actually got a beer mosa on, on that day.
3: Wow. Joanna well, has another name for it.
2: Well, I heard that it's called a Bromosa, like Bromosa. Bromosa? Yeah.
5: I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> why not? I'll was... drink it either way. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I agree. Farley, Farley
3: mm. wants to, can you describe the drink? Farley's thinking about get, uh, dabbling into Bromosas.
1: Right now, actually.
3: We have uh, 13-year-old champagne in, in, in the studio. Oh,
1: wow. Well,
5: I think a Bromosa is just beer and orange juice, isn't it?
3: okay
2: oh i thought it was beer and champagne
5: oh that sounds gross
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is beer and orange juice maybe i was wrong
3: yeah i think beer and orange
1: juice is, is uh sounds a little bit more right
2: okay then that's what it is
1: all right chris get back to enjoy <laughs> get back to enjoying the frozen pizza um we appreciate you joining the show as always uh look forward to hearing your you you uh about your build on into uh your March Rock and Roll DC Marathon. Uh, congrats on the race. Wish it went better, but um, you know what? You'll get them next time.
5: Always next time. That's
1: right. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. That's Chris Jeddon. There he goes. Thanks a lot for joining us. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on Pace Nation. All right. This week, and in the news, a couple of stories that uh, made headlines. Did you guys hear about the uh, the scandal for the, mm. the Russian doping scandal? I did, yeah. Uh, apparently, on Monday, the uh, independent anti-doping agency released a 323-page report on... Uh, doping in Russian track and field
2: did Kevin King make a Cliff notes version of it
1: no we 're not going to read the whole twenty three three hundred and twenty three pages and i don 't think he read the entire thing either but uh, the com- The commission was headed by dick pond who 's the founding president of Wada, which oversees the anti doping movement in Olympic sports. Uh, basically, there was uh, a number of Russian athletes who uh, <clears throat> tested positive. And I think most notably these 800-meter women who uh, w- were medalists at World and Olympic Championships. So uh, there's a possibility that um, uh, American athlete Alicia Montano would get a medal. Uh, ret- I think
2: she'd get four medals, Or right? four
1: medals, maybe maybe one, one Olympic medal. One Olympic and yeah, three worlds, yeah. Three worlds. Um, so that was... Uh, that was a big big story this week
2: she also released a, or i guess she was interviewed and there was a whole story about her feelings about she knew that the these the, this particular woman was dirty right. and she talked about how it feels to race against somebody that you know is doping and you want to win and you know that you're being cheated out of money and medals but you want to Stay clean and do this sport right. right, but you are also competing at somebody who is not following the same rules, which I thought was also an interesting article.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a, I mean it's it's just so tough. Uh, you know, if if she's actually gets the medal, medals plural. I mean, it doesn't take the moment away. Unfortunately, even if she was to get the money, which I, I don't even know how they would do. Uh, you know that moment and you know out there representing your country and. You know, seeing your flag, and I mean, it just is is, is really really sad. Mm. Uh, also in the news this week, we've got defending champ Molly Huddle and Brian Schrader uh, headlining the 12k champs that are this Sunday, and obviously we're going to have Mo- Molly Huddle later on in the show. But looking forward to seeing those elites this Sunday at 7:40 a.m. Uh, in Old Town Alexandria. Finally, Runner's World posed a question. Could you be fined for running on the road? A New Jersey runner was struck by a car, but she was the one who got a ticket.
2: Oh, I didn't hear this story. Can I hear more?
1: Elizabeth Jaeger was running mid-morning. Jaeger or (laughs) Jaeger? I don't know. You guys know the pronunciations, uh, so I'll go with Jaeger.
3: Or is it Yatan?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Elizabeth J. was running uh, in bernard's township in new jersey and she was close to the curb facing traffic on the opposite side of the road a motorist backed out of a driveway swung the car across the width of the pavement and struck jaeger jaeger Uh, she was knocked to the ground hitting her head and shoulder though she wasn't seriously hurt she asked the driver to call the police to get a report on file once the officer arrived jaeger said he took down her information and then chatted with the driver. After they finished speaker, speaking, Jager said the officer handed her a case number without asking her for details. As it as I turned to walk away, he said, Just so you know, if you're in the street and you get hit, you're partially at fault, Jager told Runner's World.
2: Was there a sidewalk?
1: Uh, it doesn't sound like there was a sidewalk. So she was in the street. And uh, she, she said that they, they, they were, I, I read further in the story, and she said that they possibly was a sidewalk but they are often obstructed by snow leaves and cars so she was in the road
3: was she in the bike lane
1: (laughs) I don't think she was in the bike lane but just uh, I thought that was an interesting story for in the news
2: it's tough to be a runner
1: it is it is tough to be a runner. she got ticketed Elizabeth I'm sorry about that Uh, I certainly if I was the police officer there I would not given her a ticket
2: I wonder what the driver said to get that ticket I
1: don't know Anything else in the news that you guys have? Yeah, I heard
3: that podcasts are now on Google Play.
1: That's big news. Yeah.
3: Is they're... our
2: podcast on
1: Google Play?
3: Not yet, but we're going to put our top person on it, and uh, <laughs> hopefully it will we'll be by happen. next week.
1: Wow. Okay, that's that's uh, that's great news. They're so late to the game. So you can now find us on multiple platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, and Google Play. So, uh, many ways to find the show. We appreciate you guys listening, of course. Happy Hour again is um, uh, November 18th, and uh, we hope to see many of you guys out there. I didn't realize this at
3: first, but our intern, Kelly Grant, might be a good candidate for the Wazell flock.
1: Oh, really? Why? Kelly Grant, KG.
2: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. 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 All
1: right. Joanna, Joanna's got some connections over there
2: yeah and i bet kelly would say hello to me when she saw me on a run so. <laughs> they just
1: lost a kg so yeah. they should so, gain a kg uh, i know yeah as uh, you know carrie went to uh nike congratulations carrie i don't know if we've officially congratulated you
2: i don't think we talked about that on the show yet
1: did we no i don't no. think so great call docs thanks that's just one of the random things that i have for for the show all right, we're going to take a quick break guys. Uh we may send Joanna off, uh but after the break we'll be back with Olympian Molly Huddle.
3: Remember that tweet girls rule and boys, yeah, boys drool, drool. Oh, and yeah. and she wanted to get you get Joanna more involved in in the uh interview. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to uh let Joanna go down to Richmond and then yeah. you're going to get the exact opposite of what you're looking for because right. there'll be no Joanna in that interview. Yes.
1: Uh, unfortunately, so turn it off now. <laughs> unfortunately, Joanna is not going to be able to sit down with Molly Huddle. Uh, so I'm so I'm, I am really sorry about that. But um, in this case, boys rule, girls drool. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
3: good one. Yeah, yeah. good
1: one. Yeah. Let's get that trending. <laughs>
3: Our next guest is a professional runner for Saucony, American record holder in the 5,000 meters, an Olympian, and today we watched her win her third consecutive 12K.USATF road championship, Molly Huddle. Molly, thanks for joining us. How are you doing?
6: Good. Thanks for having me.
1: (laughs) Thanks for making the trip here. So, Doc, she made the trip over to my house here. We've moved the equipment Mm -hmm. over to the house. I think she only made the trip because she wanted to see Julie. I, I don't think she really wanted to do our she show. Had, she
3: had no interest in, in going to the studio. It, I, it was mostly
6: Julie. Mostly yeah. Julie. I don't blame <laughs> you.
1: I actually heard this. This is a rumor that you guys saw her today. Joanna was there too? At our the other, race, our yeah. other host isn't here today. And they said, hey, we're with Pace and Ace. And you were like, huh? What? <laughs> 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 Which is fine. We kind of think we're big time. You're actually our fourth Olympian we've had on the show. I know. Yeah. We've had both mats. Centro, yeah. junior and senior. Yeah. Julie. She was a hard get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. Molly Huddle. And, I, you know, we, we, uh, we, she's actually got to take a, fl- a flight an here. Another Olympian. Yeah, I know. she got to take a flight here, so uh, we'll get into it. Docs, I know you had a f- couple, few uh, questions to start us off.
3: All right, so Molly, you've, you've been running how long?
6: Um, I've been running professionally since 2007.
3: When, when did you start running, though?
6: But I started, I'd say my first real season was uh, seventh grade.
3: In seventh grade? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, because I I was curious how you got into running because I read that you were the only runner on your high school team.
6: For cross country, yeah. For cross country. Uh, We didn't have cross country. And my senior year, um, my dad got a team started, but I was the only one. Where (laughs) are you from? Uh, Elmira, New York wow but i really wanted to go to the footlocker meet um and so i figured you i should run a season of cross country first and so and this is in high school we did yeah yep
1: you're four years in high school this is you've unearthed a pretty good nugget here docs (laughs) four years in high school you had no team there was a boys team or no
6: there was track okay so i did have track every spring okay yep but then i just played other sports like soccer basketball and uh Didn't really specialize in running until my senior year.
1: Did you make the Foot Locker meet?
6: I did. So I got my reward. It was awesome.
1: (laughs) That's that's (laughs) pretty cool. Uh, Now, there might have been or might not have been Nike Team Nationals. I was going to ask you if you went to that meet, but since you didn't have a team, I guess it really didn't matter.
6: No. Yeah. And I'm older than that. So there was definitely not a Nike Team Nationals at that point.
1: Finally, she went to Notre Dame High School.
3: She went to Notre Dame College. Wow. And she got a driver's license from uh Notre Dame Driving School.
1: <laughs> is that true? <laughs>
6: I don't know about the driver's license. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. But Bad information on Notre the last Dame. Night. Notre Dame. <laughs> okay. That is pretty cool. Why was, no why Notre Dame?
6: Um, it was kind of in the family. My dad and my uncle went there, so when I was younger, we went to a couple football games out there and I just thought it was a cool place. Mm-hmm. Um And then when running came into the picture, I realized I could get in. So (laughs) that's what I went with.
1: (laughs) That's key. They are actually uh, got a good football team this year. too. Kind of. They do. Do you you follow the football team at all?
6: I follow it loosely. I feel like um, sometimes they get my hopes up and then oh, yeah. <laughs> so this year yeah. I'm I'm hoping they go yeah to championship, so d- yeah but,
1: but. yeah here's, exactly. here's the thing
3: here's the thing about Notre Dame football right they needed 59 minutes and 30 seconds to beat UVA and UVA is
1: horrible now Doc's and I both went to Virginia so <laughs> we know UVA we know bad football yeah so. uh so great career you at uh Notre Dame and a couple times national champion is that right
6: I actually interestingly never won a national championship <laughs> really in college yeah I was second and third a lot in the 5K. Mm -hmm. I never got the win. Um, Kim Smith, who I trained with. Uh, Mary Cullen, uh. who I then went to train with. Um, I think Lauren Fleshman won my freshman year. Um, And yeah.
1: Now, did you, now you you mentioned a couple of your training partners. Tell us who's in your group now that you're you're up in Providence, right?
6: Yep. Yeah. So we have um, Ray Coaches. People from all over the that's Ray Tracy, Yeah, Ray Tracy. Um, So Kim is coming back from having a baby. um, And Emily Sisson just graduated, so we've been working out pretty well together for about a month, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe more more than a month. And Mary Cullen uh, comes over from Ireland for stints as well. Um, And then he has um, Katie DiCamillo does the marathon, and Roshin McGettigan kind of hops in and out of runs. She's more of our... A friend to run with and support her, but she was an Olympian for Ireland in the steeplechase.
1: I'm I'm curious how Kim's doing. I mean, she was just, uh, you know, the the best runner, and she's from New New Zealand. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And she's one of the best runners New Zealand's. And and
3: Farley, where is
6: New Zealand? (laughs) I have no idea.
3: Don't ask exact
6: coordinates. (laughs) No,
1: longitude, latitude. What's it close to? I I have no idea. Uh, I think it's Australia ish. It's close no. to Australia. Okay. Very okay. Good. Anyways, let, we're, we're Very getting good. off on a tangent. Again, she's got a flight to catch here. Uh, so, so, Kim, how's she been doing after the kid?
6: Uh, good. Really good. She'd be mad you didn't know exactly where New Zealand is. Right. But, um,.
1: I, d- I know. Kim, I went to Kim's wedding. <laughs> Julie and no, I went to Kim's wedding. Oh, I should know where. That makes up for it. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's
3: it's no um, hard feelings to New Zealand. Farley also doesn't know where Missouri
4: is.
6: Okay, fair enough, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never been, so I can't really See? say. But, yeah, she's doing well. Every workout seems to be getting better and better. So she's on the comeback for sure.
1: Yeah, so a lot of our uh, listeners are, you know, they're, they're uh, just getting into running or just they're not Molly Huddle or Kim Smith. And they go through having a baby and, and coming back. How long did it take her to start running after she had the baby?
6: I think she waited about a month. About a um, month. Yeah, she had some other health issues too. Yeah. But um, once she did start up, things were pretty smooth.
1: And now so. she's back like running with you and yep. training with the group.
6: Yeah, yeah. she's working into it with workouts, but she runs with us and she looks good. So <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Um, so the group is in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, was it just because ray is that what drew you to that group
6: pretty much ray yeah um a lot of great runners have come through providence so mm-hmm. it's not like you can't run there it's it's just a lot of hilly roads and um you can make the training work but upon first sight you wouldn't think there was a bunch yeah, of training providence groups there i mean that's so. that
1: was one of my, my my questions was you know what do they, they
3: have besides a, a mall on the river <laughs>
1: everybody there you know, everybody who's training at your level, uh, or a lot of people, I shouldn't say everybody is West coast and you know, the, the, the weather is perfect all year round and Providence doesn't strike me as that.
6: It's, I mean, we leave in the winter to be fair, or I do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I have a history of getting hurt in the winter and I need to do longer mileage that you can't do like an in, you can't do the workouts I do indoors without getting banged up. Um, I can't, I should right. say. So I do leave for probably four or five months if you sp- count it all up. So
3: where do you, where do you went
6: to? <laughs> but, um, we go to Phoenix.
1: Yeah. And yeah. actually Julie goes, Julie yep. goes to Phoenix too. We
6: run into and, Julie down there. trains
1: there. Uh, you run for Saucony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love those. She's got these high top kicks that, uh, are they like basketball shoes or something? They right are, now, which she's wearing the hang yeah.
6: the hang times? The
1: hang times. Okay. Yeah.
6: I um, don't know if I can pull them off, but I just no, wear them anyway. Can. And people always comment. So the
1: hang times. They're, they, they are, they're, they're pretty, pretty sweet. They are pretty fresh. Yeah. They're really nice. Uh so pretty yeah. Fresh? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jazzy.
3: So yeah, for all exactly. the all the all the
1: listeners <laughs> out there, uh yeah, check out that the Saucony hang Time. Hang Times. Those are good colors too. They are yeah. pretty cool. Thanks. What what are those turquoise and gray?
6: These are turquoise and gray. I have like a purple and gray, and I have black.
1: So you got a number collection, yeah. <laughs> um, talk about your relationship with Saucony. They seem like a great supporter of you.
6: Yeah, they've. I've been sponsored by Saucony since I graduated, and I remember just being so excited to even get a contract out of college, and to know that Saucony believed in me. I felt really proud to mm-hmm. to wear their brand, and then um, things have been going kind of ever <laughs> upward since. So I feel like they're kind of a family at this point and they're they're a great company to work for so. how long you been with them since 2007
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, they really long have time. <laughs> grown I mean they, I know they've grown in our stores too and they make yeah. great product what what
6: it, it's it, crazy seeing how much the shoes have changed since absolutely. from 07 to now and they they have so many options it's amazing what <laughs> shoes
1: do you do you run in that was one of my questions for you
6: um my favorites the Kinvara. that's pretty popular yeah and then the ride as well for a regular so, so you mileage
1: have... That's a neutral shoe. Both those are neutral shoes, Docs. Mm-hmm. Um, I could wear those. You could wear those. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if if she specified the colors, I know that would be easier for you to wear. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. What
3: color are your shoes? Uh,
6: they have they have all kinds of colors. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. She yeah. probably has. Actually, Whoa. the Kavara
1: comes in like six different <laughs> yeah. ones, so you'd oh. really like them.
3: I'm, I'm, I run in white shoes right now. Yeah. He, okay.
6: He you're doesn't. on a white trend. Mm-hmm. They make those. They <laughs> mm-hmm. make white. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> So Doc's has got a few random questions for you, and I have a few other things uh, I wanted to talk about. You're, speci- you're, you're running, but I want to knock out Doc's you, you randoms. You want to get and, me over with? And, and, and the, get and, this over with? Yep.
3: You won the race today, and they had a, a large oversized check for you, happy Gilmore style. <laughs> um, with today's technology, are you ever afraid that somebody might take a picture of your giant <laughs> check and deposit it before you have a chance to go to the bank?
6: That That's a possibility. I mean, I hope it's safe wherever it is right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah it was it was uh disappointing that she's not still carrying that around yeah, no. Um, I don't know
1: if you can get that on the plane or not have Have you gotten multiple huge checks like that before
6: only at this race only at this I one? think it'd be kind okay. of obnoxious to kinda <laughs> try kind of <laughs> jam it into um, your seat <laughs>
3: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think you know. He's going, excuse me,
6: uh, or
1: get it, get a seat for I it. I need know? a seat for this. Check. Yeah, <laughs> and
3: they say, how, do, "How are you going to pay with that? With the
6: check? With the check? Yeah. put it on the check." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> docs has got great questions. All right, um, question number two. Can't wait for the second one here.
3: Well, let's stay on the same theme. Um, okay. We got a gold medal at the Ragnar Relay, and it's actually a bottle opener. Do you think that Olympic athletes would be inclined to train harder if Olympic medals were multifunctional as well?
6: I think that would be cool. I think. Um, they're probably categorized as like an, a piece of art, I guess. Some of them have cool right. etchings, but they do. Um, it would be cool if there was one that you could like, if it was like real jewelry you could wear, or if like mm-hmm. if it had a second function, like yeah, file yeah. opener. I don't know what else you could make make it into, but a mug, um. <laughs> <laughs> coffee mug. <laughs> well, maybe
3: maybe like you, you have to earn, you have to win enough medals. So like the first medal you get is the base of the mug, and oh, then it's like like is... a, a, a set that you put together. So if you're like a multi uh metal winner then you could build
1: a mug.
6: Yeah, you need to send these ideas to uh, the IOC. Uh, or you see. know what? <laughs> Do you have a
3: contact. I,
1: I should have prepped you, Molly. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he asked Matthew Sentuowitz like how, what his best time in the bus loop was. Yeah. <laughs> with no sort of context. So it's very just, slow. It was yeah, very it was, slow. It was, it was, he said if Matthew was like three minutes like or something four, yeah, like that. No,
3: he's like four something. Four minutes something. Yeah, so, my niece, anyways, so my niece can run it in less than sixty seconds. <laughs> All right. So
1: I'm I'm, I'm cringing for the third question, but go ahead, Docs. Uh,
3: tell us your best S Y T story.
6: Oh, jeez. <laughs> told you about syt
3: <laughs> i'm interviewing you <laughs>
6: <laughs> so many good stories syt um i hope there's no syt evidence other than these stories What's <laughs> a good one what's a good one
1: what I, is that an acronym for something yeah but I'm, I'm writing it, it down i'm trying one to
6: time one year i convinced
1: let's say
3: like this syt is like the end of the year cross-country party yeah at
6: that's we should explain it yeah it's oh, okay. just the end of the year party um myself and Carrie Mayer, who you may also know agreed yeah. to dress up like um in uh gymnastics leotards instead <laughs> of dresses. Um so that was fun. That's a good one. Yeah. I think
1: that I think that's good enough docs. <laughs> uh,
3: like I, Farley Farley doesn't take my craft seriously. Well, no,
1: I I, I think it he had a couple friends who went to Notre Dame who went to uh his high school. So I'm guessing yeah. that you uh uh, that you probably got that insider information from them. Yeah. It was the Conway yeah, brothers, the I think. Conway's, yeah. Oh, nice. M- Mike yeah. and Pat. Pat. Pat, Pat. Pat. Yeah. yeah. So Pat was probably more like your age. Yeah, I think Mike he was, was a old s- like us, a senior when <laughs> yeah, I was. When <laughs> there. you were a freshman, yeah. right? Uh, All right. Well, um, well let's um, let's is, stick, stick is that it, or let's we, stick to to okay.
3: Notre Dame. Did you did you still go to Cannon's Lodge on fall break?
6: The girls didn't go to Cannon's. It was just the guys when I was there. For real. Because. A there was some issues with the menu, I guess. <laughs> can, we,
1: can you give me some context for Cannon's Lodge here? I mean, it, uh, if I don't know, I'm sure our listeners don't know. It was the know.
6: the fall training camp in okay. Michigan, right? Cannon's yeah. Michigan. Um, and they went. The guys went to this cabin that was it was owned by a friend of Coach Piani's, and they would train for what it was like a week, I think, for the
3: fall break week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the girls had to go home.
6: You know, yeah, we would either stay on campus or go home. Really? So that was uh, unfortunately, I never got to go, but um, we. Enjoyed all their stories when they came back. They always did something stupid. <laughs> but so
3: like they used to go there because Mike, Mike said his his last year there, um, the girls' team rightfully got to go. But oh, he said, yeah. but he, he also said that it, it it was there was a menu issue because mm-hmm. uh, um, they're
6: hearty meals. I hear.
3: <laughs> yeah, he said that there were a lot of vegetarians, so the big steak meal yeah uh, was uh, eliminated, and they had like a big pasta dinner.
6: Yeah. It was I hear it was a lot of like um steaks and sausages and stews and stuff, but like two hours before you would have to run. <laughs> so Is that right? I I don't know, I guess.
3: So so the might. girls went for a while and then they stopped going?
6: I guess so. When I when I was a freshman they'd already stopped. So Really? Yeah, maybe that was the first year.
1: Wow. We were really gonna gain listeners who were <laughs> ex Notre Dame cross country and track well, athletes. I,
3: I talked to a couple of them and they said they would give this show a okay, listen. So yeah. I wanna make sure, yeah, okay, Notre make Dame sure you cater cater to them. Yeah. Um, And and may that be a lesson to all of our listeners You hit us up on Twitter with some content And we'll make sure it gets in And we'll make
1: sure we can ask the the, uh, guests the questions All right. do you have one other one, Docs?
3: Only one more Okay, good Um, No, I'm saying you're only letting me ask one more (laughs) Yeah, that's right (laughs) Um, I actually saw you on the street in London in 2012 And I think you were going to Somebody somebody, you were visiting Your mom maybe at the hotel or something like that? Oh, yeah um, and McCartney and I saw you on the street and we're like, Oh, that's Molly huddle. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, wow, well, she's, she's, you know, with her mom or something. So we just let her, let her be. And then we walked by. Would you rather have us come up and <laughs> recognized you on the streets in London? Or would you rather have us respected your privacy like that? Um,
6: I wouldn't have minded. I don't know.
1: <laughs> now I, she, I would have talked to you. I guess. She probably, uh, <laughs> gets recognized in Providence or no,
6: no, no, not really. <laughs> no, nope. oh, that's
1: disappointing. You know we have these big hopes for our <laughs> right. Olympic athletes right uh Julie gets recognized, but it 's usually because she 's walking the dog, so she 's usually the <laughs> the the person who's london's mom right oh you. london's her dog that's no. your dog yeah no yeah. no Good i'm memories. giving i 'm giving her a hard time because she 's in the room here too, listening. All right, that's, um, that's also behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> so g- g- good uh, good uh, series of questions there, Doc. Yeah. Uh, and thank my, you last, for... my last question, I'm not done. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry.
3: Uh, today, you, you won a flight jacket. Mm-hmm. What do you plan to do with that flight jacket?
6: I I don't know if you're meant to wear it in public. It's really warm. It's I actually won ha- one last you year. You won one last year, too, Yeah. Right? Um, I was telling people, my sister came to visit three weeks ago, and she came from California and didn't bring a jacket. So- um, my husband went to loan her one and she chose to wear the flight jacket around nice. for all day. So it gets used.
1: <laughs> well maybe you can take it to SYT. Yeah. And there could <laughs> that
6: would have been a hit. At that
1: S-Y-T. would have been a huge hit. Uh, can you, can you go back
3: as an alum- alumni?
6: You can. Yeah, yeah. You can. I don't I haven't. <laughs> but
1: uh, all right. So are we good, Docs, with the with the the niche questions that nobody understands? Yeah. And then no, that, they were great. And don't then after her. this
3: after this interview we're gonna have a long talk about the format.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so Molly, you're, you you just uh, won the 12k today. Congratulations. Um, uh, and it seemed like you uh, had a pretty comfortable uh, time out there. Was it uh, Was it all that you expected? Was it an easy win for you? How'd it go?
6: Yeah, it was um, not easy. I was trying to just get a gap early on, but I was my legs were feeling a little bit tired this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I figured that was. Just the safest way to win, I know um I've been out kicked by Sarah before, yep. and I know Kim was like getting fitter every race, so um I thought if I could keep five tens that might be good enough to keep the gap open and um that was hard enough for me no, <laughs> du- no doubt today so now you
1: set I think like a world record here maybe years two years ago year. um is that right was it a world record?
6: I think it was a world best I'm not world sure best. how they count it as far as.
1: Yeah, because I remember we were were timing the race, and, you know, we had to do, like, the Linksys, and we had to, like, take a picture of her torso as she finished and present it to whoever. Hmm. Did anything happen from that World Best? Is that something that even kind of hit the radar of anybody, or is it just kind of a random distance?
6: I think because it's it's not really, like, a um, standard distance. I didn't really... Yeah, I didn't really know no, no much. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no oversized
3: certificate? No, no
6: certificate really. What oversized one? No. No, that's <laughs> No, too normal bad. sized one or anything.
3: Not even normal sized.
1: <laughs> so this one, this race uh, kind of signifies the end of your racing season. You kind of take a break, right? Mhm. Yep. Um you raced a lot uh, a lot on the roads the last couple of years and on the track. I mean, that seems like a lot, right? Are you like exhausted at this point?
6: Yeah, I'm, I wasn't tired um, after track season. I hadn't raced that much. but mm-hmm. um, So I felt fresh going into the road season. But by now, I think just some of those races were pretty close together um, in October. So I definitely feel ready for a break now and just need to freshen up before training hard again.
1: So what does a professional runner's break look like?
6: The way I usually do it is two weeks where I run every other day, mm-hmm. um, like half an hour or so. Um, and then I take another two weeks to kind of like get back into workouts. So it turns into a month without workouts, which is pretty good, solid.
1: So then you said you go to, you said you go to Arizona and then you get back to Providence. What, when, when do you get back to Providence to start training for track next year?
6: Um, usually, uh, March 1st. Yeah.
1: You know, and I wanted to ask you, so let's take you all the way to March of 16. You're getting ready through, uh, you know, for the, the Olympic trials and the Olympics, the big year, this, this is going to be next year. With the Olympics coming up in Rio, take us through, like, when you're in April, you know, you're, you're training pretty good, take us through a typical day where you've got a track workout, say. What does your day look like?
6: Usually, I'll go, um, April, we go in the morning still, because it's not too hot out. Okay. So... So,
1: what time are you getting up and um, eating and...
6: I'll probably get up at 7 and eat okay. right away in order to work out at 10, usually, ideally. depends okay. on the weather, but, um... And uh this past year, Kurt will show up to pace me for so
1: Kurt's your husband, yeah, who, so you're not training with your with your other teammates at that point. Or? Well,
6: this year and last year, Amy was getting ready for, Amy Hastings was in our group last year, and she was getting ready for marathon stuff, so we mm-hmm. didn't overlap really in workouts as much. um and then uh when that happens, if it's a hard track workout i I do like to have. I've noticed since Kurt's been pacing me the last year and a half, like that really helps rather than I used to just gut it out alone if we didn't right. line up. Cause Ray does individualize our training a lot. So yeah, cause the,
1: your group is training for all kinds of marathon yeah. or, you know, shorter yeah. or longer.
6: So if we're, if we're doing the same race, um, obviously like Emily and I had been, he'll line us up as the best he can, but he's really good about like, Making sure it's the best workout for the person. So mm-hmm. there are times where I'm alone. So Kurt ideally will show up and like get me through the workout uh, on pace. So
1: you're showing up at so you're yeah. showing up at ten doing the workout. Is Ray there for the workout? Is it is it just you and Kurt in an empty track or how's that look?
6: Uh, Ray's usually there for improvidence, mm-hmm. and it's a track workout. Okay. Um, if uh, he uh, obviously can't go to training trips with us and stuff but yeah if it was in april ray would go and then um i'd go home afterwards and a
1: typical workout would be what
6: um like a k repeats or something like that so eight
1: times a k or yeah. something like that yep. all right so something eight times like a K. so K for listeners would be two and a half laps you do eight times probably take a rest of what a lap jog minute two minutes what do you think yeah like two minutes is two standard
6: minutes. um And then I would go, usually I try and lift right away after that, just super light um, Mm -hmm. rehab stuff, that type of um, like body work. Right. And get some lunch so where do you where do you
1: lift you lift at the the providence so you're working out the providence tracks so yeah you lift
6: there. uh just at my house in my garage okay. yeah i live like a quarter mile from the track nice. so it's cool. easy Gym in the garage <laughs> yeah old school that yes is, that is, i like
1: that racking weights and in what the do the garage. you what do you listen
6: to while you're listening i do i put on some music <laughs> nice some hardcore beyonce or something mm. Beyonce. Mm. <laughs> nice
1: yeah. all right so lift lunch at home yeah. um You got to be tired at this point.
6: Yeah. Usually I'll try and take a nap or at least rest and just watch TV. Okay. Um, So that's going
1: to get you a couple And what are we watching?
6: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Just something on like.
3: Sounds like a guilty pleasure. What is TLC
6: or E. Pretty much E E channel all day (laughs) usually. Uh, (laughs)
1: Nice. (laughs) Sounds like your day docs. (laughs) Except (laughs) except no eight times a K. Well,
3: instead of running, I'm editing. (laughs) Yeah. You're editing the Mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Taking out stupid things I say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is true. All right, so you rest, you're watching E, Netflix, whatever it is you're watching, uh another run?
6: Yep. Yeah, usually another run around 5 or so. And okay. usually I can find like we'll meet up um at 5 with one of the girls, so um I live within a mile loop of Kim, Katie, mm-hmm. um Emily. So we'll pick one of you. we'll pick each other up and then do that and then Make dinner and go so, to bed. So, <laughs> so
1: the uh, the the run in the morning is probably what a total of ten miles or twelve miles, something like that, roughly. Close to ten, yeah. Close to ten, yeah. and then the afternoon run, what five, six miles, something like that. Uh,
6: we usually keep it pretty short, like okay. four, four miles um, okay. for the marathon. They go up to five or six, but yeah. So it's I've a been doing it's four. a
1: fourteen mile. So mileage wise for the week, do you stress about it? Is there a number you like to hit during this? We're still you, you know focusing on this April time frame, say
6: like um mid 80s to 90 usually i like to hit if there's not a race coming up
1: that's a, a week Docs. Mm-hmm. yeah i know not
3: not since we started recording <laughs> the yeah. podcast i was giving him a hard
1: time that i'm not sure he's run 100 miles <laughs> since that we started doing the show yeah, this, this is, is uh 29th week episode 29 so unfortunately Docs has been hurt but uh, we don't want to bore her with those details uh-huh. um we 've already bored oh him let's enough. just we already him enough with <laughs> the <details>. <laughs> 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 with the Notre Dame stuff uh so uh long runs or how long so 80 90 miles long runs or how long what day do you do long runs
6: um we just do them like his raise workout plans are like roughly 12 days long so we, it's okay. not like a once a week thing but um once during the 12 day cycle we'll do like I will I'll do like 15 or 16 okay. long run longest of 16.
1: And it's so you'll do one long run every 12 days. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, That's different. I should get on that. I like that. I usually try to do one a week and no wonder I suck. Well, Well, there's probably a lot of reasons why I suck.
3: You're confined to the seven day work week. Who made the week? uh, That's a good point.
1: I like that. (laughs) She doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. So is whatever the day falls on, you'll do (laughs) a long run. You know what the problem with that is, Farley? What's that? She,
3: She doesn't have Sunday fun days no (laughs) i hate that term because she has a a 12 day week
1: (laughs) i hate that term
3: um can you talk talk to us about what you eat
6: i don't really eat like a specific diet i mean i try and just eat like a lot of um protein i think is important for female runners especially to get enough like iron Mm -hmm. so yeah i just try and make sure i'm getting in enough how Um, do you
3: how do you decide
6: um like twice a week i'll try and eat like red meat just to generally keep it on that kind of a schedule
3: so you you don't have a a nutritionist per se or or do you have somebody that that helps you with it
6: not really um i mean i i think i could probably find one (laughs) but um i don't know i feel like you know you
3: know enough to do to eat healthy yourself yeah
6: and i feel like the lower stress it is the better it is like the less you have to think about it if you just Mm -hmm. get it into a routine then it's just even easier to train if you don't have to worry about it so yeah just get into the routine of eating like good amount of red meat and high carbohydrates i don't really have any allergies which is makes it easy food-wise mm-hmm. anyway so
3: do you have a do you have like a post big race <laughs> uh guilty meal
6: um yeah like today i had um a hot dog and fries yeah that's Ice. pretty good <laughs>
1: people wouldn't people wouldn't think that people were asking this week is a hot dog sandwich it's definitely not. It's not. I don't think it was. Is it a hot dog a
3: sandwich? I'd
6: say no. No, I yeah,
1: don't it's think it not. is. Either. No. It's yeah, kind it's of totally one of
6: those junk foods that are so gross it's good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um so we we talked about you training for the 16 the the marathon or the uh, I'm sorry. Training for 16 and the Olympic trials. Uh any idea what event you're going to do at this point? Cuz you did the 10k, you've done the 5k at the US Championships in the last few years.
6: Yeah, I think I'll try the 10k again, but um I may double at the trials, and I'm, I am i kind of just want to see how things shake out um, yeah. as far as what other athletes are doing. But. Now,
1: she's an Olympic medalist contender, I would say, uh, you know, so do you look at what the other people in the world are doing and then decide kind of based off that?
6: That does factor into it, um, for sure. Like this year with um, Ayana coming out of the woodwork and Debaba, mm-hmm. you kind of were like, okay, there's two spots going. <laughs> so, right. yeah, you like to try and pick not only the race that suits you, but also the one you think you can finish the highest in. So,
1: Yeah. When's the last time somebody, uh, a, a U.S. Uh, woman has meddled in... The, on the race. track on the distance on the distance side not the marathon but
6: well this year emily was the only one to medal for anyone and that's then, true
1: so the olympic the, oh, but olympics. In the olympics
6: um i guess Shalane I, was probably the last
1: did she medal Oh, well, do the, you
6: count you count 1500
1: yeah so I, I i just can't think of anybody off. i think Shalane was the it. last one in so it, it would be an amazing accomplishment yeah. to uh to certainly medal at the at the olympics so how does so there's,
3: um, there's not very many uh female distance runners that have compiled a, 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 a olympic mug yet no not <laughs> many is that what you
1: that is kind of where <laughs> i was trying to go yeah. with the question <laughs> but no what we we'll, question we'll talk about uh, you know 2016 what are your what are your goals and what's the outlook for you
6: um, I think I'll probably start with a half marathon again. So mm. hopefully, I'll run wall there, and I want to try and run a fast indoor five k if I if time allows for it before that even. But we'll see; that's flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just get into the outdoor season and um hope for, you know, a few good five k's before the trials, maybe two, and hopefully just have a good Olympic trials. And make Do you have team. to run
1: a ten k before?
6: I think my qualifying time from it last year works. holds, so that's yeah. really cool about the 10K. Um, mm. I can just show up at the trials and hope for my best race there.
1: Yeah, and we can't count count, count our chickens here because obviously it's, there's a ton of good athletes. Yeah, it's
6: it's a stressful week for sure, yeah, oh, the yeah, way the sure. U.S. does it. It's really dramatic and great to watch, but it's high stress,
1: very, <laughs> as <yeah>. you know. <laughs> it seems seems very, very stressed because the 10K is the one on the first days, and then you're waiting, 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 and then the then two rounds of the 5K, so... Um, so, you, you know, obviously there's no guarantees that, uh, you know, that, that you make the team. Do you, you don't take that for granted, I'm sure.
6: Absolutely. Yeah. You, like any Olympic year, you know, there's always one or two spots that are someone you didn't expect. who just wanted it really bad and took advantage of all the opportunities that opened up. Mm-hmm. And there's always one or two spots that was someone you thought would make it and something just went slightly wrong. So um, you just have to be on firing on all cylinders.
1: Yeah. Well, And, and you're kind of the one that everybody's gunning for do you like that role of the favorite would you rather be more the underdog
6: I think it's probably easier to be um not have all the eyes on you yeah but it's it's a position that I it's a problem I wanted to have absolutely <laughs> so I always looked up to people like Shalane and Kara and Dina who were so dominant and thought you know it's it it would be nerve-wracking but it's a problem that it's a place that you want to have that respect and
1: yeah and you seem like a really like i mean i know you through julie and um you know met you know met you and maybe she i'd call her a friend maybe i mean (laughs) well you'd call her a friend she doesn't name but you're you're a really reserved person do you i mean it's difficult i mean you're you're like people look up to you or gunning after you or you're you're a, a person that that people would you know young runners would idolize does that Really, how do you process that? Do you think about that?
6: I mean, it's hard to think about it that way. I just feel like, I—I um, I mean, I know I looked up to people when I was in um, high school and college, the women that were running so well. So I should—I should put two and two together. But um, <laughs> I just feel like you toil in obscurity when you're a distance runner. It's just not a very popular sport, and then you get to Olympic trials, and everyone's suddenly paying attention. Right. Um, so it's kind of crazy that you know you thought you were just kind of doing the less popular sport right no one knew but yeah it's it's a bit nerve-wracking i try and just focus on the race and treat it like any other race
1: yeah at the olympic trials or the olympic games yeah do you have any like stories of you know people recognizing you when you were sh- w- when you are surprised they would even recognize you or?
3: she she could have but me and McCartney decided to respect <laughs> right. her privacy kept it quiet right.
6: I, the only time people ever recognize me is, is my hometown, yeah. Elmira. And I think for the Olympics, everyone's hometown really likes to recognize who's there. It's kind of a good um, way to get into the games and mm-hmm. get into the spirit of it. So that's really the only time. And I'm from a small town. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah. yeah, there was only one runner. <laughs> one on runner on the high school, high school team. team. Yeah, <laughs> her name was <Yeah>. Molly. <laughs> right, exactly. But
6: the, the they actually have a, a big cross country team now. They do. Nice. You're a trailblazer. I
3: love it. Let's let's go back to those days. I, I mean, it's still. I, I I just think that it's. How, how did you get into running in junior high? Like, what what got you start into running?
6: Um, my dad was a runner, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I have three sisters and like we all tried it for at least a short stint and then I think he saw that I was um pre- like pretty good at it and so he was encouraging and it just kind of took off from there.
1: All right, we only have probably a couple more minutes. We got to get to uh the um get get her to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a couple more things. Um, you still have questions, yeah, but if I
3: give you a hard time about yeah. you having questions, so this is
1: kind of in his in Dox's vein of of kind of random questions here. What's the deal with your fingernails?
6: Um, it's just a calming tradition that I mm-hmm. do before races. I've done it a really long time, actually. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm always
1: looking forward to, I'm always looking forward to it. She, she put posts stuff on social media. Yeah, Last year
6: I started to post. So these ones now are white with glitter. Nice. Um, they're very bright, I guess. Mm -hmm. I just hadn't done this idea yet. So that's why I chose it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you do post them on, on social media, uh, at times. Does somebody help you do your social media? Do you do it your own? Like how does professional, a professional runner handle their social media?
6: It's actually, uh, yeah, Saucony doesn't give us any um, instructions. I know a lot of shoe companies will yeah. will request certain tweets or, you know, maybe a campaign, but they like to be authentic. So they're like, just do what your personality would do. Don't mm-hmm. get yourself in trouble. Um, right. So, yeah, I just, things that I think uh, are interesting. Have they ever
3: written you and said,
6: <laughs> mm. No, not me, but there was, it was sparked by someone that they used to sponsor. It's pretty funny. What happened? He just wrote a blog that was a little bit like, um, Pro communism <laughs> one, yeah. one day. yeah. So yeah they were like, they dove in and said, let's stay out of politics, but otherwise, um, be yourself. <laughs>
3: uh, be yourself as long as it's not a red. <laughs> it's yeah. funny
1: that we, we're transitioning into my three uh, questions here. So politics slash uh, Russian. Dr- I think there's a connection between politics and. Communism and communism in Russia. And, and yeah. Russia and drug use. A uh, story came out last week that. It sounds like a number of the uh, athletes uh, who run for the, the Team Russia were, were doping. What's your impression? Does that surprise you? What do you think of doping in our sport?
6: I think it's definitely an ugly side of the sport. Um, I hope it hasn't turned people so cynical to think that you can't finish in the top three at a, a World or Olympic Games without drugs because I mm-hmm. know that you can. I know there are clean people doing it. Um, but... Yeah, those Russians in particular, no one was surprised about. I mean, I think that's the tip of the iceberg, to be honest, as far as countries and individuals involved. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you see someone like Alicia Montano, who was so affected by really... Um, Savinova, the one woman, was always taking away a medal from her. Um, in multiple like worlds, yeah. times, him. Yeah. you just feel like a good role model was maybe taken off a pedestal because, mm. um, you do get attention for finishing, you know, fifth or sixth, but to be a medalist four times would make her like somewhat of a, you know, national star. So, totally. um, that's when it hurts the sport, I think. It takes away good role models and, um, it's, it's only good for the clean athletes to kind of sort it out sooner rather than later. So I'm hoping the Olympics are a cleaner Olympics than it has been.
1: (laughs) Have you, have you suspected, are you pretty sure that others are doping that you maybe even raced against?
6: I mean, I'm sure it was, I'm sure there are, uh, like some of the Africans in the five and 10 were on drugs at one point, but, um, the 10 K this past year, I'd say, no, I I think it actually was a clean race. It played like a clean race, which is encouraging. And I think, I've never felt like I finished high enough before this year to be, you know, have a medal stolen or anything right. like that. So I I can't say that I like have know what it feels like to be someone like Alicia in that way. It must be really um an emotional roller coaster. But yeah. um it's the presence is there, I think, um, for, you know, countries like Ethiopia, Kenya and for a distance runner that's what you look at and it's more individuals probably than a state sponsored thing, but um, I'm hoping that it's targeted, and then they do the right thing in the end.
1: So, I'm sure you've been drug tested a number of times, or maybe not. She
3: was drug tested today. Today, was,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do they show up at your house? What's the process of that of that like?
6: Yeah, usually, if you fall into the pool, they can test you at a competition anytime. So, you have out to, of competition. Yeah, you have okay. to let them know where you are. Um, and they do show up to my house like a couple times a year. So,
1: so do you have to let them know? you're in Alexandria or Arlington this weekend
6: yep yeah anytime you go more than an hour from your house if you wow. can't get back in an hour you need to let them know where you're going so
1: do they know you're here at the <laughs> in Arlington doing this podcast
6: <laughs> uh I mean I no, think they
3: would have discouraged yeah you that. I can yeah, get to like, the hotel so, yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah all right well that's uh that's that is very interesting um I appreciate your, your time. Uh, you're you're off on a break now, so you're flying back to Providence, and then you got anything cool for the next couple of weeks?
6: Um, Hopefully, we're going to the Notre Dame game at Fenway Park, uh, seeing some friends nice. there.
1: Wait, so there's a game at Fenway Park? Yeah.
6: Okay. should be interesting. Yeah. Or at least I'm going to the, the tailgate for sure. Um, nice. And then- Hot dogs and fries yeah. and tailgate. <laughs> all the, sure. the on-your-break food you can eat. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then home for Thanksgiving. But yeah, no exotic <laughs> vacation or anything.
1: Yeah, no, no, uh, trip to uh somewhere tropical or anything like that huh no not this time <laughs> do you usually do something or is this just unique this year we're getting ready for the Olympics and or the Olympic trials and the Olympics so you wanted to scale back or no it doesn't really matter it just so happened you're not going anywhere
6: yeah I think fi- I mean I don't really like going on vacation actually I I'm like with
1: you I'm <laughs> totally with you I don't like I just like being yeah, at my house I'm Father,
6: probably... you're,
3: the, you're the, like the oldest man I know and I, <laughs> I thought <laughs> I was the oldest man <laughs> yeah
6: I'm a notorious like n- not lover of leaving my yeah. house but um um, Kurt needs a vacation soon, so we'll probably go on one next year. So, okay,
1: <laughs> that's good. All right, Molly. Well, best of luck. Congratulations on today's uh, win at the .dot us 12k Championship. You also um, that secured your victory for the the road series, right? Yep. Wow. So big day. I'm glad you were able to uh, to do that here in my hometown of Arlington, Alexandria, D.C. So, can I ask uh, a question? Yeah, go ahead.
3: Why do they call it the Dot .USA?
1: Well, it's .US.
3: Why do they call like it? the
6: domain name. It's the do- domain.
1: Yeah.
3: So the race is also .US?
1: Yeah, it's the .US Championships. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really trying to bring back or bring .US. You know, it'd be like runpacers.us.
3: Oh, because actually when you go over to like stuff in websites in Switzerland or .CH, because mm-hmm. that's the country code. Okay. And 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 in the UK, .UK. Yeah. I same
1: idea. Same idea. <laughs> yeah, right. so I think they're trying to... Uh, if it have have that catch com. on? Yeah, or dot yeah. com. It didn't
6: catch on at first, I guess. But mm. hopefully, with races like these, it will yeah, catch on. It, it,
1: it <laughs> certainly, could.
3: Is, is that was that your motivation to run in the race? Yeah, for awareness <laughs> of for the awareness. dot com <laughs>
6: uh. All
1: right, Molly, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Where, where can we find you on on Twitter and Instagram? Yep,
6: Molly Huddle uh, right. at Molly Huddle.
1: All right, it's at Molly Huddle and at
6: Molly Huddle one on Instagram. At,
1: at, at somebody stole. Yeah, from, the other. Oh, mo-
6: you can follow the other Molly Huddle too if you want. <laughs> do you
3: follow the other Molly Huddle?
6: Um, I do. I, uh, yeah. She's
1: just waiting for that domain to. Uh, yep. Well, open she didn't. Up. She
6: didn't actually start an Instagram, but I follow her on Facebook. So I know who it oh, is. Right. <laughs> um,
3: what do you mean she didn't? Uh, she didn't start. She it? has.
6: She registered it and then didn't didn't use. She doesn't it. even use it. <laughs> did,
3: you, right. did you ever contact her and be like, hey, you know?
2: Uh, Maybe I will. All right. Can everybody
1: <laughs> reach out to this at Molly Huddle <laughs> on Instagram? Let's get the Molly yeah. Huddle here. Yeah. Uh, the uh, that 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 handle because it'd be much easier. Molly Huddle and Molly Huddle One. Yeah. I guess send your
6: see. mail if, if yeah. you want.
3: If you want, we can. Uh, have her on the show and we'll call you in i think she doesn't
6: live too far from here actually really she used to right? be virginia area so all right
1: we're, we'll yeah. make it Let's the mission of the show can i come to track for a reunion
6: down. though i want to meet her yes <laughs> yes, yes. Cool. Yeah. we'll do it we'll fly you
1: in the show will fly you in when when we get the other molly huddle hopefully right. she, she's a listener of the show that's the know. easiest way yeah, so we don't have
3: to do too much work we just ask her right that's now right.
1: <laughs> all right molly thank you for joining us
6: Thanks. It was fun.
1: All right. That's Molly Huddle. This is Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Good show, guys. Big show. Big show. Random show. (laughs) Big random show. Yeah, it really was. Uh, I learned a lot, though, so I appreciate it.
3: Well, we'll ask you next week and see how much of it you (laughs) retained.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not optimistic. All right. Thank you guys, too williamy e. Docs, joanna e. russo my co-host great job today all right this has been episode 29 of pace the nation and thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week